Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and I'm from Hamilton, Ontario. And this week, I'm joined by Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome. Uh, we're back with another What's on Disney Plus episode, and uh, we're we're going to catch up on some things that we talked about, and we're going to look ahead to some things that are upcoming uh, in the not so distant future as well. Um, Ryan, why don't you why don't you kick us off because we had um, we had a couple of really good uh, messages from uh, from fans on our Facebook and Instagram pages, um, and one in particular I think caught your eye uh, as they were surprised that um, we didn't mention only murders in the building. Yeah. And, so uh, yeah. Yeah, so I took it upon myself to do some research and watch only murders in the building. Now, I will say, I will say, um, one of the the things that we really wanted to do with the Disney Plus was to kind of highlight some shows that um, I would say lots of people weren't talking about. Right. And and I don't know why we didn't do only murders in the building. It might be because it, well, both of us had not seen it. Yes. I, but I do also know that a lot of people... I've heard talk about it and really like it. So that might be why it kind of slipped under the radar. Yeah. That being said, <clears throat> Martin Short, uh, Steve Martin, and surprisingly, Selena Gomez. I just cause... love, I love that headliner. Uh, like, love... it's just how I get Steve Martin and Martin Short. You're like, okay, sure. it's the old gang. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you throw Selena Gomez in, you're like, what is happening? <laughs> Well, and what's so funny, so of course, like Lauren, London Lauren was joking and she was like, well, Disney must have her under contract for something. And she's probably not wrong, uh, but it's actually, like, she fits really good. Um, the chemistry is is really good between the three of them, as you'd expect from Martin Short and Steve Martin. The plot is, is crazy. Um, you know, there's lots of interesting twists and turns. And of course, there's silliness. But what I'm surprised about so far, and maybe those who have watched the, the entire season, I'm only on episode six, so I did really, really investigative research because I'm all <laughs> in now. I'm really fascinated to see what, if it gets any funnier, and not that it's not funny, right. it's, it's a little bit, it's got some quirky seriousness to it, if that makes sense. So I definitely really, really like it, uh, and I'm certainly engaged and want to watch more, and I'm fascinated to see if there's a season two. I believe there is. I believe I saw something. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was going to be funnier than it is. Um, and I'm not disappointed. I was just kind of surprised. And there's a surprisingly amount, a, a large amount of F-bombs okay. that uh, Selena Gomez drops, which is not <laughs> out of the three of them that I would expect. I don't know. Disney Channel me. I don't know. Um, but anyways, honestly, really well done. Thanks to the uh, listener who pointed it out. Um, Lauren and I have watched, as I said, six episodes and, uh, we were debating last night if we finish up Ted Lasso or watch only murders in the building. So it's, it's in the conversation for what we're you know interested in. So, I mean, that's high uh, praise good, for sure. High praise. Cause goodness me, we're not going to get into the, the praise I have for Ted Lasso. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so honestly, really good. Um, that's kind of one of the shows that I'm watching right now. Nice. Ted Lasso, what's not on Disney Plus? That's right. <laughs> that's, that's on Apple TV. That's another episode entirely. Yeah, it is uh, uh, Only Murders in the Building, uh, certainly on my list uh, when I get around to having time uh, not <laughs> When you're sleeping through the night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did make time. Lauren and I both made time to watch uh, Muppet Haunted Mansion. And I 
Um, I love all things Muppets. I love all things Muppets. This um, certainly had some really great um, Easter eggs of Haunted Mansion stuff. Obviously, they sort of tried to combine elements from as many Haunted Mansion's attractions worldwide as they could um certainly in the uh design of the the actual building um but they wanted to make sure that some of the iconic stuff is is there and so you know there are homages to the hatbox ghost uh madame leota um obviously your ghost host it's um it was pretty it was pretty interesting uh this is like a and and we may have talked about it before um it's gonzo heavy uh because he's the star of the of the show and it's um uh, i i personally think that because uh dave goals who does the voice of gonzo you know he's one of the last original um muppeteers who who's still with them and uh and so i think they want to make use as best they can um bill beretta who does uh pepe the king prawn um is essentially like the uh he's a one of the writers uh and an executive producer um but in classic muppet fashion they've got lots of um guest stars will arnett is your ghost host um, Darren Chris, um, who was in Glee and, um, you know, very Potter musical, uh, as the, the caretaker, the man with the dog out, uh, outside, um, lots of just interesting and sometimes very, very quick cameos of people that you're like, oh, you really didn't need to be here, but okay. <laughs> um, I, I liked it. It was campy. It was fun. Um, I wasn't blown away by it, uh, but it's certainly worth watching because, again, it's still Muppets and um, and I'm going to love it no matter what. Um, but it's on my list of favorite Muppet movies, you know, middle of the pack, maybe maybe a little bit further back. I love it more because it has all the Haunted Mansion references to it. And it really makes me miss going to the attraction in the park. But um, But yeah. I will say from afar, so I've not seen it yet. Uh, both the eight and 12 year old have seen it and they both raved about it. Um, and I'm surprised the, the response on social media has been very positive. Yep. Like I've seen stuff that says best thing since Muppet treasure Island, um, <laughs> you know, best thing, uh, which maybe it's a low bar, but I mean, I thought I still think the Muppets that, uh, the one that came back with, uh, what's his name? Jason Siegel and, right, and Brett McKenzie the first, writing the, the music. One. Like yeah, so good. The, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I saw a lot of really positive things about it. So definitely on my list as, as Halloween is uh, approaching or would have just passed, I think, when this comes out. So, um, but yeah, definitely if you're a Muppet fan uh, and of course a fan of the parks, it's a great crossover. Yeah. And like as a tie into that, um, there's a series called Disney Insider that does little 20 minute episodes where they cover three topics of um you know behind the scenes at disney and they added an episode that um 
covers uh you know covers a couple topics but the muppet haunted mansion is one of them where they talk to bill beretta and about uh you know how they how they tried to really grasp the the feel of the haunted mansion and there are times when you watch the movie that you're like are they are they actually filming in one of these attractions and you go there's there's no way uh, you'd have horrible Muppeteer accidents as they fall through, you know, under the, under the doom buggies and, uh, and that's not good. So the attention to detail that they had in replicating, um, Haunted Mansion interiors is pretty incredible and how they muppify all of those, uh, interiors. So like the stretching room portraits, uh, how are those Muppets, but not, not only that, but the sconces that are in there. Um, and I won't spoil it for people who are, are going to go looking, um, the, the wallpaper, the classic, um, purple wallpaper with the eyes in it, those are Muppets. Uh, and it took us, you know, it took us taking a second look to really pinpoint, okay, these are the Muppets that they're using, um, for those, for those little things. Um, not, not all hidden little Easter eggs. A lot of the uh, Muppet slash Haunted Mansion references are sort of very blunt, but um, <laughs> but I love it anyways. Um, well, Muppets are nothing if not blunt. It, that's true. <laughs> They're going to be camping. That's right out front. Um, you were going to talk about another another series that is, I will say, more popular. It's maybe not the top of everybody's list because um it's kind of hard when you're used to so many live action um to see an animated version of something maybe a bit of a departure for for you when uh when you're used to live action but i think this one in particular is uh is a pretty great one yeah and now have ryan have you watched any of these uh we've watched a couple of them yes okay it's still on um, our list we're we're referring to the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, the What If shows. Um, so the What If shows are basically an opportunity for Disney or Marvel storytellers to kind of mash multiple stories together. Or hey, if this wouldn't have happened, this would have happened, and let's show you kind of the outcome. Yeah. So the first episode, for example, is What If Captain Carter Were the First Avenger? So. Um, now I did actually watch this with one and, you know, it basically goes down the storytelling of what if, um, you know, Captain Rogers wasn't the, the person who got the, the serum, it was actually, uh, Captain Carter. And so you see her become Captain America, or actually I think she's more like Captain Britain or Captain <laughs> yeah. Union Jack or, um, but, but anyways, what I find absolutely great about this is there's a lot of really cool storytelling in it. What is really surprising to me, and the reason why I think this is definitely a worth watch, especially if you're if you're on the fence, like you like Marvel, but you're not sure, almost every single episode, all true characters of Marvel fame are voiced by this, the real actors. Yeah. And that's a feat in itself. Um, I'm really surprised. Uh, and truthfully, I, I had no expectations that that would be the case. So right. my expectations for this show was was like small, <laughs> like very, I had none. So I, I've been blown away. Um, you know, the, the voices they're there, you know, from Dr. Strange to Nick Fury to Captain Carter, uh, you know, like they're all there. It's, uh, you know, 
I, I, my son came up and he was like, it's Nick Fury's voice. And I'm like, there's no way Samuel Jackson did the voice for a cartoon. And sure enough, it is. And it's not just him. It's, it's all of the characters. So yeah. um, I think it, again, was just one of, a, it was one of the last things that Chadwick Boseman recorded. Uh, filmed, I believe so. Uh, yeah. Which is pretty incredible in a role that he's not playing Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What are the chances? So it's, so honestly, it's one of those things where, yes, I think you could look at it and say that it's popular. Um, I think you could also look at it and say that I bet there's people who have missed it because it is a cartoon. Um, it's really well done. The animation is great. It's obviously got a comic book feel to it, which it should. Yeah. But it's not, I don't think it's it's so animated that it's off-putting. I think it's got a very, uh, I'm not going to say adult spin, but but definitely a little bit more of a mature teen audience kind of like that's who they're targeting yeah again i thought it was fantastic and kind of blew me away with with the character performances so that's kind of why it's on my list i think you should check it out if you're kind of interested in marvel yeah and i think like the uh, the animation style pays homage to like the comic books but it, mm. it doesn't look like you're watching a comic book right it it looks like um you know there's a lot of thoughtful animation that's been put into it and it comes across really really well yeah no it's it's it, no you're right it, it i yeah uh, when i say comic book i mean like it's a very positive portrayal of of comic book animation they're doing yeah not not in a uh i don't know i don't know i don't want to offend any comic book artist out there no of course not great. please please don't send any comments to <laughs> con- contact us at dole whips dole dogs <laughs> no uh, yeah, I it's on my list for a reason. Um, you know, I really enjoyed the first episode uh, and uh, and the one after that. Uh, I love the fact that you know you just have these. I think it it kind of sets the stage for um, the Doctor Strange movie. You know, it's Doctor Strange is going to have the multiverse of madness. These are like multiverses. This is. Right a totally different parallel universe and what would have happened if, if those things, if, you know, things didn't happen exactly how uh, they did in, in the movies. So, well, and goodness me, isn't that also true to WandaVision Loki (laughs) and uh, not, maybe not as much Uh, still, I bet, you know, in um, uh, winter soldier. Yep. As well. Certainly WandaVision and Loki, there is a ton of spinning wheels of multiverse going on there. So for sure. anyways, that not to, I don't want to give anything away or if you <laughs> haven't watched those episodes, definitely watch those. They're, we're not going to talk about them because they're so good. Yeah. You should be watching them. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just going to throw out a couple of other uh, ideas of things to, to watch. Lauren had mentioned um, for your, for your uh, tweens. I think uh, there's a there's a show called Just Beyond that uh, that Disney has helped to to create, um, and it has an R.L. Stein feel to it. And um, sort of when I was growing up, um, I was a little bit too old for for these, but like the Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps, oh, yeah. like the the live yes. action versions of these it feels like this is trying to fill that hole it's spooky but it's new so it, it you know it has new technologies and um and new um situations that that the kids ultimately find themselves in but i think it would appeal to like the spooky 
uh, tween age who, um, who, who like to be like to have that kind of eerie, um, thriller kind of, uh, vibe to it. Um, Lauren and I have liked, uh, Lauren and I love, uh, the show Bob's Burgers, which, uh, was a Fox show that Disney, uh, brought over. Um, but, uh, not a spinoff, but definitely in the same category of that is a show called the great North, um, with Nick Offerman, uh, as one of the main voices with Jenny Slate and, uh, Will Forte. Like there's some really good, uh, actors in, in some of the voices behind it. That's a really fun one to, to watch. Uh, and then we just started watching, uh, Reservation Dogs, which is, uh, the series was created for FX um, and it's created by uh, Sterling Har- Harjo and Taika Waititi uh, who, you know, took this opportunity to really um, put together a, uh, a large, a largely indigenous cast and crew and writers and uh, producers and, um, and directors the so it's a comedy series um about four indigenous teenagers in rural oklahoma um who the initial plot is that they're um you know they want to get out of their their area um to california but um you know they're in a small town and uh and it talks pretty bluntly about some of the challenges that they face. Um, but, uh, but it is in a good, you know, a good way. I think it's a good portrayal, um, and a good opportunity, um, to, to really showcase and highlight, uh, the talent of, um, indigenous performers and, um, and artists in general. So I think, uh, I think that's a good one to watch, but, uh, but one thing that we absolutely still have to talk about is the fact that coming up this month, uh, is Disney plus day. And I can't say that I thought this was going to be a thing. And when they first announced it, I was like, Oh, okay. I don't really remember there being a Netflix day or an Amazon prime day. And maybe there'll be an Apple TV day, but Disney Plus Day, I guess, is one one day that they've identified, November the twelfth, um, where they're just going to release a bunch of content on that day, and you know, probably drive a bunch of people to to watch that content on said day. Um, but it's got some pretty big heavy hitters here. Obviously, the streaming premiere of uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, if you didn't get a chance to see it in theaters. The streaming is, you know, Disney Plus Day is when you're going to be able to, to see that. Uh, and then the other one is Jungle Cruise. That's another huge blockbuster that, um, you know, was our on our list. And if we didn't have a, a six-month-old baby, um, probably, you know, would have wanted to get out to the theaters to see it, uh, provided things were, you know, safe and distant and that sort of thing. Um, are you excited about those two? Oh, I mean... It is so tough in my house to find family movies to, to like, everybody agrees. Yeah. So Shang-Chi and Jungle Cruise are both on my list of movies to watch together as a family on a Friday night. So that's super exciting. Um, one of the things that I'm most excited about, I think I'm most excited about, is the Olaf 
series coming out on Disney Plus. That's uh, Olaf Presents. Yes. And see what the back, a bit of the backstory of this, from what I understand, is if you remember from Frozen 2. The best Olaf, part of Frozen 2. <laughs> correct. Olaf has his, his, his shining moment, and he's got lots. But a shining moment where he basically retells Frozen 1 in, I don't know, a minute and a half. <laughs> and it's just a riot. And I remember during the pandemic, uh, Josh Gad on Twitter talking a lot about, he did a lot of stuff. I remember he did one, if he got enough donations, he actually told the story of like one of the Star Wars movies uh, via Olaf um, or the Marvel Cinematic Universe via Olaf. And they're hilarious. Right. Um, and so I love the idea that he's able to, so, so he's going to be, so Olaf's going to be retelling stories of, I believe, Lion King, Moana, Rapunzel, Little Mermaid, and uh, maybe one or two others. Um, they'll probably be three or four minutes. I'm sure they're not going to be super long. But uh, even if you remember during uh, COVID, you know, Olaf had all those little shorts, um, you know, going on, and they were super fun. I think Olaf is a, just a warm, enchanting creature, and super happy to to watch uh, him get more <laughs> more airtime. Absolutely. Um, I, I think it'll be really fun. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, in Frozen 2, obviously, it, it was it was fun because it was quick. And how do you quickly retell, like, are these going to be five minute episodes or are they going to be, you know, 15 minute episodes? I uh, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what um, what that looks like. Well, and real quick, um, speaking of super short episodes, and I know I've told Ryan and Lauren this, and I'm sure you've watched some of them, um, in the light of the Olaf shorts, if you have not watched um, Forky shorts, yes, please do you a favor, a favor and watch Is it Forky, Forky shorts. Forky learns. Forky, lear Forky knows. Forky <laughs> This is a Forky asks us question. Forky asks ask a question. Ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, I don't know. So anyways, um, go on and find that. Um, please, somebody who's ever watched it, go and watch a couple of them and then comment and tell us what you thought. The first episode um, where he he meets the mug with the happy face on it called What? No, is a riot. And about <laughs> five other ones are too. So anywho, in, in the... Uh, Talking about shorts, Forky asks a question is a short. Uh, there's about ten or twelve episodes that you need to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, talking about other shorts that are coming out on Disney Plus Day, uh, Ciao Alberto uh, from Pixar, featuring characters from Luca. Um, there's a short from The Simpsons that's apparently going to pay tribute to uh, Disney Plus's brands. I'm guessing that's them talking about <laughs> everything. <laughs> Um, fans of the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, uh, season two is going to come out on that day. Uh, there's a special that talks about the origins of Boba Fett, which I think is, you know, going to be really interesting. Um, and then, uh, there's one that I'm uh, on the fence about. I have no idea what it's going to be like, but I can't imagine it's going to live up to any expectations. And that is their, um, they're rebooting the Home Alone series, and so they've got a uh, a movie coming out on Disney Plus Day called Home Sweet Home Alone. This is like a total reboot of the of the franchise. Um, so I 
I don't know if they're planning on like sequels already, but I think what's really interesting is there are notable names in in the cast that I'm I'm looking forward to. Uh the the big um you know the thieves in this particular case uh are Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney. Uh Rob Delaney's a, a comedian. Ellie Kemper, you know from uh The Office among other things. Um uh Kimmy Schmidt, that's uh that's her as well. Um I don't I don't know what to expect. I'm hoping that it's you know campy fun and not like over the top crazy because the original Home Alones, the first two the first one classic, second one um uh, you know, it 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 gets out there. And then I think Home Alone 3 was that when they didn't have um Macaulay Culkin and it was Correct. just 3 and 4 weird. 3 and 4 so I yeah, guess I have the box set of all four of those. <laughs> um, can I just say, number two, where Daniel Stern gets hit with the head with a brick, might be my favorite Christmas moment. That's fair. When he gets hit in the head with a brick. My son and I could watch that for hours. <laughs> it's a bit of like you know football in the groin kind of like yeah. It's it's painful, but just a riot. And I yeah, I'm actually you know what this is one I'm excited to watch because. Home Alone has such a nostalgic place in my Christmas heart. Yeah. Um, and now three and four, I truthfully, I've not watched because I think one and two are so classic, especially one um, that I, I've just kind of avoided it, but a remake, um, I have, I feel like enough time in. has passed that, you know, yeah, a reboot I, is probably okay at this point. And I think, I mean, I don't know. We don't trust Disney all the time, but I trust Disney when it comes to, playing around with content um and so yeah i'm excited yeah but i think that's probably a good place to leave it there um disney plus day we're obviously looking forward to um if you haven't watched what we've talked about already certainly go out and do that but if you head on over to our instagram and facebook pages and find the episode uh that uh, that we are um leave a comment letting us know what you are looking forward to watching on Disney Plus Day, uh, or maybe let us know uh, what we should be talking about, uh, because obviously we take your suggestions and uh, and research them right away. So uh, yeah, suggestions or or what you're looking forward to, we'd love to hear about it. Um, but that's it for today. Uh, we want to thank you so much for joining us, and on behalf of myself, Ryan and Ryan. We're the Double Doubles. You're listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Mm-hmm.